game. Ready? Ready. I'm Chad Eckert. That's Eric Martins. Hello. <laughs> this is the Fantasy Golf Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Golf Pod. We are back. Oh my gosh. I'm so giddy. Wrecking <laughs> Bears and clicking names again. Oh, it feels so damn good. God. Great to be back, buddy. Dude, check out this t shirt. <laughs> yeah, they printed a little low, so if I got a new one, I'd probably put it a little higher up. Oh, baby, we got swag with a new logo. We got iTunes. I did a bunch of interviews. It's been a busy and eventful offseason for the Fantasy Golf Pod. No sleeping for us. Yeah, you did, you did good. You done really good. Did about 24 interviews. Going to do some more once Masters is over and we got a little downtime in December. If you're new here, let's quickly talk about us. We're fun-loving friends. Hashtag not experts. We're simply people who like to discuss the names and give our reasons to each other. We recognize playing DraftKings is roulette. So therefore, we play for low stakes. We're short game players. We do 20 entries for a dollar an entry to try to win $1,000 in mega profit. We pod every Tuesday evening about ownership, values, pivots, and building rosters on DraftKings for every PGA event. Uh, let's get to it, Eric. The Charles Schwab Challenge. Golf is back. PGA Tour. We're all, what are we, 34 hours away from a, well, yep. DraftKings lifetime. I don't know. That's DraftKings. Like, yeah, so here we go. Actually. I'll share my screen. Please do. At the tippity tip top, it's Rory McIlroy, the world's number one player at $11,800. It feels so good to say that again, Eric. And you're right <laughs> underneath, you got John Rahm, another $11,000 golfer. Two of them this week. JT in the 10K range, 10 6. Bryson DeChambeau, $10,100. That's your 10K range. Four dudes. How do you feel? Stacked field this is. Whew. Are you going to pay 11.8 for the top price guy, Rory McIlroy? Yeah, you know what? Oh, boy. He is expensive, and the lineups become more difficult to make with that guy. But you know me. I know you're not taking him, but I don't know how I can fade him. I just, I just don't know how I can do it. I, I'm messing around. There's some guys in the 6K range I like. You're going to need to take 6K guys if you're going to take Roy McIlroy, I think. So, boy, he's good. I mean, here, let me just throw one little thing out here, and you just respond to this. I came across this on Twitter. Justin Roy, Ray tweeted it out. Um, more, Rory McIlroy, last four times he's made his debut in a specific PGA Tour event. Last four times the results were a T4, a T5, a win, and a T3. He's got no course history, yet any time he showed up, the last four times at a place he's never played, boom. Now, is that enough to pay off 11-8 other, you know, other than a win? I don't know. But how, what scenario are we imagining where he's not having a really good chance of winning? A top five? He should get a top five. He's had like seven in a row. If he wins, or if he gets a top five this week, he might 
I think it's going to tie Tiger for the most consecutive top fives ever in all time. So he's got that motivation. Right. He's, I don't know, dude. I don't really care about all that. All I care about <laughs> is ownership percentage on Rory McIlroy. And it looks like right now he is not going to be the most popular name in the 10K range. That'll be John Rahm at 11,000. Rory's right underneath. So you got Rahm at 18.4% and you got 15% for Rory. Listen, you can get these ownership projections today, right now, for free from two websites that we use and who are partners with us. FantasyNational.com has ownership. Go there. It's free till tomorrow or Thursday. You have FanshareSports.com. They give you ownership projections. The pro stuff that you have to pay for usually free till the end of June. So go over there, grab these ownership projections. We're talking about this on Tuesday evenings after 8 o'clock Midwest time. Rom is 18.4 between the two. I combined the two and averaged them out. Those are the numbers I'm spewing at you. Rory, 15.1. JT, 14.6. That's a percent projected ownership. And then Bryson is the lowest owned in this range. Rom, in his press conference today, I wanted to point this out to you, the most popular guy in this 10K and above range, didn't get his clubs with him right away, left him at the tarmac. His uh, plane notified him that he didn't have his luggage or his clubs. So he had a do a Yui in the air, get back and get his bags. So he landed late, didn't get his nasal COVID test early. So he had to do that today. And so his routine's a little off. Do you think that matters? Are you going to use a highly owned John Rahm at $11,000? I think I probably will too. I mean, he's, he's, he's just, he's a great golfer. We know this. And you know what? Here's the thing. Those, those, those percentages, I, I, I don't know. We'll see where, where, where it ends up here on Thursday morning. But there's, there's just too many, too many good players that all of a sudden one of these guys is going to be mega chalk. The difference between, what, 11% and 18%? Like, what is it? What's that? What's it? You're trying to avoid the 30% chalk bomb, dude. That's not John Rahm this week. That's not Rory McIlroy this week. It's not going to be. So I'm not worried about these guys' ownership. So be it if John Rahm's a little more popular than Rory. That's fine. Dude, we did a whole podcast on strategy. I suggest going and looking at that. That's 25 minutes of jam-packed information about why ownership matters and what to do when you're building a roster. And that's all you have to worry about is how you're building the entire six-player roster. John Rahm, you could use him at 11000 You could get a little savings off of Rory, even if he is 18% versus 15%. That doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. What could matter, though, is that Bryson, he is the lowest in the range at 10100 and at the lowest ownership, 11%. Does Bryson DeChambeau tickle your fancy? Well, he, yeah, that's what drew me to him. And I, as I suspected, I, I figured he would be the least popular of this group here in the five figure range. And yeah, I, I mean, we know, we know what he's been up to, you know, we, we know, we know what he's been doing, pumping iron and just, yeah, just, just bulking up. It's, it's, it's so, but it, the, here's the thing though, is this, this course is kind of a short course. Is, is a bomber really going to have an advantage over no. Jim Furyk or somebody, you know? Or over Webb Simpson, the guy I, right underneath him, $9,800. Let's just roll into the $9,000 range. That's what we kind of do. We go back and forth uh, talking about ownership, least, most owned in each range. We're now in the $9,000 range. Where? 
Webb Simpson is $9,800. You got Brooks Kepka, 97. Xander, 9,600. DJ, 95. Fowler, 94. M, 93. Reed, 92. Morikawa, 91. And then Justin Rose, $9,000. Holy buckets, a serious range because this is a serious event. We just talked about this before we started recording. How this is some hard pricing. They didn't give us many easy picks here. No. What are you going to do? Now, we just talked about how Bryson, he's a bomber and is leading the tour now in off the tee. But Webb Simpson once won the players without leading the field in distance, whatever. Accuracy guy off the tee. Apparently, that's needed here. Webb Simpson. But, Eric, from what I'm looking at, Webb Simpson at $9,800 is the chuck of the week. So, Mr. Donkey, you're you're Mr. Chalk Donkey. You love to eat the chalk. You love to play the chalk. Do you like that 20% web? Would you eat it? You can eat that chalk? Absolutely. You are? <laughs> of course you are. No, you are it, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. And, and, and he, he was one of my favorite guys I looked at right away. And I'm not surprised or shocked at all to see that he's going to be popular. It makes sense. You, you don't need to be long. You're accurate. Uh, he's been playing great. You know, he had his, uh, you know, he had the one bad showing at, what is it, WGC Mexico, other than that, before the break. Uh, before the break. So, yeah, and you start there at 9800 and you're saving, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars in salary cap relief. Yeah, that's going to be an obvious place to start. You still have unbelievable players to pick from, you know, below him. You can fade those four guys. So, of course, that's going to be a massively popular place. Pivot elsewhere. The other popular names in the $9,000 range, $9,300 for Sung J M seems a little low for who he has become. Maybe because of the popularity and because he doesn't really speak English and all that stuff, he is still not priced where he should be. Um, that guy's coming in at 17%, Sung J. Patrick Reed looking a little popular too at 14%. Are you going to APPR always play Patrick Reed? It's worked out for us. Does it continue for you? It has. And, yeah, I got him starred. And, you know, here's the thing. There's these guys, the, the, the ownership's flat enough that you really don't have to even be worried that, like, maybe he's the most popular of this range because it might not – it's going to come in at, like, a 15% probably is my guess, you know, somewhere along those lines. So the, the, this range is – everybody's clicking everybody this week. That's what's, that's what's happened. I would, I would agree with you. Webb's going to be – probably the highest stone is my guess. And just based on, you know, that's who I was going to go to right away. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of the public donkey chonk person. So, right. But your guy, tell me about him. Who, Sungjae? Well, yeah, I guess Sungjae is your guy, but, but, but uh, the, the lowest owned guy in this range, what the fuck, Dustin Johnson? It's I because he's overpriced, this. dude. He's overpriced. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> $9,500 for Justin Johnson, and he's overpriced. A guy that's been $12,000 more than anybody on DraftKings ever. Come on. DJ <laughs> has won every single year on tour in his entire career. He has a lot of wins. The win equity is obviously there. Are we joking ourselves at $9,500? Uh, 8%? Uh, the projections are wrong, dude. They're just wrong. Like, this public guy is going to come in. He's going to see Ricky Fowler, Dustin Johnson. Oh, my gosh. I can get them for the same price. I can get the other guys. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know who this Mari Kaiwa is and this Sung Jai. I just 
I'm all in. I can do Rose and DJ and Ricky. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna do it. So that's what's gonna happen. So the, the projections are gonna be wrong. Like M is not gonna be the most popular play. Like everybody in the DraftKings world, and that's on Twitter, obviously knows about him. Nobody knows about him. I mean, they're act, you're acting like there's gonna be this serious DFS players playing this week. It's not gonna be the case. There's gonna be the random right. guy that's never played before, and it's like, oh, I'm not gonna use Sung J M. <laughs> never heard of him. They're going to use people like Xander, Rose, Webb. Right. They might not use Reed. So, like, I don't know. I'm not sure about these projections. Yeah, well, we wouldn't be surprised at all to see things flip around here come Thursday morning, right? The uh, projection systems are overthinking. Well, and then people pivot off of what the projections say, and then everything gets twisted. Where it's like it is one of those weeks where you don't care about the projection ownership of the people above eight thousand dollars, right? You know what I mean? Like you don't care. Right. It, yeah. Like you really. What we were talking about earlier on text is that f- what's the difference of a seven thousand dollar guy? Like they're all the freaking same at that point. So why would you play somebody that's nine percent owned or twelve percent owned or eight percent owned when you could just go to the guy right below him, above him, around him for two percent ownership? Right. I and mean, that's the play because they're all the same. It's golf, and we don't know who's been good or who's been bad. That's Again, you're going to overthink because the systems are overthinking, and then you're going to not do who you want, and then you're going to pivot and tilt, and that's going to be how it works. So don't do it. Yeah. All right. Should I get to the part where we have to talk honestly, dude? Yes. The 8K range. You must pepper this 8K range. Why? Well... Nobody knows anything. And we normally don't know anything. This is just normal not knowing things. But there's just more people that don't know things. And there's less knowing. That's fine. These people are just as good in the 8K range as they are in the 9K. They're much better than the people in the 7K. That's how this works. So just pepper this range. Who cares? And actually, Eric, what I've been seeing is... Nobody wants to play these names. You've got, at $8,900, Mark Leishman, who leads the range. Woodland, I have seen some steam on, betting-wise. Maybe not so much on DraftKings. I don't know. Finau, Lowry, Kucher, 8675. Scheffler's at 8400. Jason Day is in here, 83. No one wants him. Fitzpatrick, no one wants him, 8200. Louis Ustase, no one wants him, 8100. And then you have the two guys at $8,000. This is insane pepper this range why are these guys less popular by a dramatic amount eric uh that's a good that's a good question i mean i would have thought i would have thought finau would be a little bit more i love finau yeah and he was runner up last year makes no sense right but again there's so many good players dude like that's why we're not seeing no people dude people go finau has seven children he didn't have any time to practice he didn't. He he was so wrapped up in his family. Tony Finau. Oh, I can't play him. He has too many kids. <laughs> right. Like, dude. They, no, he's he's been a good family man. Uh, his whole this whole time, dude. Like, he's spends time at home. Like, what, the only thing that changed about what happened the last three months is that he was just out practicing when he, when he would have normally been, you know, playing in tournaments. So. Now, nah, I'm not going to buy into that narrative that, you know, these, you know, Gary Woodland, I was hearing somebody talking about that too, that he's got the twins and their newborns, whatever. No, these people are, are married to, 
you know, wives who understand that these guys got to keep up their game so they can go cash that money, you know? And dude, they're paying the freaking money to the nanny and the night nurse, too. Like, it's like... If they're even them. there. I mean, I don't know. They're in COVID. Who knows if those people were hey. there. But nonetheless... Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter <laughs> because... Okay. Now, there is one popular name, which is odd to me. I was on with Ben Coley. I have another podcast called the preferred lines podcast i record it mondays about betting well eric was actually on it last night but last week i had ben coley talk to us and he is off of scotty scheffler who is the most popular name it's 17 percent in the range so that's different hmm. so i don't mind fading that at all especially if i'm getting advice from a real expert on to fade him the other name that's getting some steam which i'm not sure if i believe it it's Jordan Spieth, $8,000. Eric, he's been your guy. Has he, does he have the ability to win? Uh, well, I bet him to win. Don't ask me stupid questions like that. Of course, we know, we know what Jordan Spieth is capable of. And, and I, I love the mystery that we're getting around all these players with the three-month absence. We don't know anything about what's going on. But I can tell you this. We know Jordan Spieth. Not only is he a head case, there's a reason he is a head case because he, the way he thinks about the golf swing, when I listened to him on the No Lane Up pod, I don't remember when it was, the, last summer or whatever, the way he talks about a swing, and I'm sure a lot of guys, you know, they get that in depth, but you listen to him, he knows it's a constant, it's a constant grind for him. And he's been working on it. You posted that video today and, you know, it's, it's pretty obvious. Like he, he said, I, I took very seriously this time off. And you know what? If he's above 15% or below 15%, I don't give a shit. I'm going to be clicking Jordan Spieth probably in the 40% range this week. So Wow. So one of your most owned? I haven't decided if I, I, you know, I doing this betting thing, I'm making, I'm making bets now. Like I haven't decided if I'm going to hedge my bet or if I'm going to bet on guys I'm not using on DraftKings yet. So I really haven't decided. I personally think the over under poll I did on Twitter of, or 15% or whatever, I think it's going to be under. I think everyone's talking themselves out of it. Yeah. And then they're having like, they're having second thoughts about the, how could he be any better? Like, right. are you kidding me? If you have three months to practice every day with no responsibilities, like why, right. how are you not better? There's no possible And he loves his course. Better. He loves his course, dude. Yeah. So I don't so know. So the, you know, and then, or he'll get to the final round and be in the lead and be nervous and screw up. He's $8,000 if he's in the lead in the final round this weekend. That'll be a fucking win for sure. Like, who right. cares? But it doesn't matter. I'm playing. Uh, yeah, I'll probably end up playing him. Yeah, yeah. I bet, I bet him, you know, because I like content. But, yeah, Fino's <laughs> my favorite, $8,700. You got low-owned names, though. Sergio, who entered the DraftKings pool late, 8000 He's 2%. You got Jason Day, who's a withdraw guy, 5%. Withdrew from the players. Fitzpatrick, 5%. I don't know why. No one wants him, which I think is a bullshit lie. I think that people go, 5% for, oh, that's the guy I got. Because I saw I heard Mayo talking about him. So Fitzpatrick will end up like 10 11% and not be low-owned. So don't think you're taking Fitzpatrick and thinking he's low-owned. Louis, never owned, but, you know, 8.5%. Lowry, not owned, 8%. I don't know. Are you going to do anything with those names? Yeah, I, oh, I like I, I like Lowry for some reason. I don't know. It just got in my head. If it gets windy down there, too, in oh. Texas, I mean, it's a, and we saw what he did in the Open last year. So it, 
I like Low Lowry's kind of my favorite because 8,600 is a little high. The public's not going to be on him, but he's got upside. And, you know, yeah, you're right. Like Day and some of these other guys, Ustazen, yeah. The, imagine not clicking Day. Like, I, I, can't, I don't know if I can do it, but like. Dude, I'll play Day. I'll play literally. Louis. Yeah. Right? I'll play yeah. Sergio. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Hey. We talk about this too every all every once in a while, like historically good names that are two percent owned, like and low and yeah, and their price is like you know reasonable. Yeah. Put them in the twenty one names or whatever. Like you just use them right. two lineups. Who cares? You don't need to like burn six lineups on them. Just burn a couple lineups right. on them. Right. And if he pops because he's a Sergio Garcia class player, like it's possible more than any other player on them. Great, right. you got him at two percent. Boom. Right. Should we do the 7K range? There's some popular yeah. names in the 7K range, Eric. Sure. Let's venture there. The top name, Victor Hovland. He's at $7,900. You got Danny Berger right under him, 77. I'm not going to name all the names, but then Kevin Na right there, 76. Kisner, 76. English, 75. I think those names at the top are going to end up being the most popular. They fit in two lineups. But right now, showing Kevin Na is the most popular name in the 7K range. Do you have any interest? Uh, I did, and then when I started to see the attention that he was getting, I got a little, a little concerned. I mean, he won at the Shriners in October by losing off the tee and around the greens, but just putting his ass off. I mean, he's just he's just always all over the place. But he won last year here, right? Isn't it, right? He's yeah, defending. by putting his ass off, basically. Right, right. And so, like, you're really hoping that's going to happen again? Like, I. No, dude, you just enjoy the entertainment content that he provides if he's in the lead. Dude, he's well, right. his driver passed down, and he's putting, and he's walking it in. It's cool. All right, now, Neiman is also popular at 12%. English, Burger, like I mentioned, they're going to be up there at 10 and 11. Ryan Palmer, though, a course guy, a uh, member. Everyone knows Caddy's a member and blah, blah, blah. He is, oh, hitting the opening tee shot. So that's small. 10%. Ben on, no put Ben on 10%. People people always click Ben on. I would not be surprised if Ben on creeps into the teens and makes his way towards the highest owned in this range. People just can't get off no put Ben. Do you have any interest? I, I do like Ben on. Maybe, you know, here's the thing. We play for fun. I like to follow him on Twitter. And I like to see that he was saying that his putter's been magical or something hilarious, you know, even though he's just completely mocking himself. So whatever, dude, dude, he's a killer with the irons. So yeah, well, who knows? Maybe I was, I can't remember if I was looking at it. What are his stats on, on bent grass? Is it his least worst? It's his least worst preferred grass. So cool. I don't know. I'm going I'm to take Ben on, man. I like that, actually, because you know what? He could have been working on it for three straight months, dude. We right. Have no like, just sitting there putting, you know? Why like, wouldn't you? Working on the other shit. Yeah, okay. So, cool. Okay, Ben on. But that's what I'm saying. Everyone's going to think that he's going to be the most popular. So, you got Ben on. Nas not going to end up being the most popular. That's a lie. No. Neiman, I think, will probably be. Well, yeah. let's look at the low. I like Neiman. I'm going to say it's $7,400. What the hell? Uh, Low-owned names in the section of names. Brendan Steele. Brendan Grace, uh, Graham McDowell, Phil. Do you have any interest in Phil Mickelson, a low-owned Phil? Boy, it might be worth just a click, but we kind of say out of 20 lineups, we should probably click him twice. But he's a birdie guy. 
He is. He does make birdies. But see, his problem is he won't put the driver away, and then you don't need right. it. Yeah, yeah, that is. Will problem. he put it away? I don't know. I, I here's the thing about Phil. At least he's played somewhat competitively with you know the the match part two. You know that was with was Peyton, right? Yeah, or no, wasn't he with he was with Brady? Oh, it's Tom, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, uh, but, fuck that. Don't take Phil. Uh, <laughs> Hoot is uh, low owned. And Keegan, I like Keegan. I'm always a Keegan guy. If you're gonna do on, you might as well do Keegan. Right, you're getting kind of the same thing. Or maybe just switch those two out in, in a couple different lineups or whatever. Uh, my favorite leverage spot, though, in this low-owned, low $7,000 range is $7,300 Cameron Smith, a winner this year, quote-unquote. Uh, he's talented. He likes – well, he doesn't really like the grass, but he doesn't hate it. So I like $7,300 Cam Smith if no one's on him. Uh, Matt Wolf. Won't be no no one wants Matt Wolf. It's seventy four hundred dollars. No one wants. Well, some people like Horschel, but I like Horschel and Wolf. Uh, oh no! Well, that's one of my. I got one of my values is in this range too. Actually, you can save that one for later. You can tell about it. Here's the thing: people we want, uh, Danny Lee. Okay, off, he likes the course. He likes the course and coming off some decent decent stuff back you know in the in the winter brian Harmon. Uh, this is the exact type of course for brian Harmon. you know short my guy joe i likes him yeah exactly and then tom hoagie 7200 he's this is a, his this is a local event for him i believe he's in fort worth and uh this guy was playing lights out and i was all over him there and I, I got in slightly late but i got in early enough that I got to reap some benefits and he's now back down to 7,200 bucks where he was, he was creeping up towards the 8k range almost there at one point, just because he was playing so well. And now DraftKings put him back down to 7,200. I'm going to take that. Um, I'm going to take shares of him. Jim Furyk, my guy, 7,100. He's not going to be wanted at all. And uh, once again, he's got decent course history, short course. Then there's, there's, that's all we got, man, for narratives. And then, I mean, gosh, all these other guys, I mean, nobody's wants. You talk about Phil Mickelson, a Masters, multiple Masters winner, and then you got Bubba Watson, multiple Masters winner at 7,200. These guys are just falling off the fucking cliff. Uh, but, They're washed up. I know. I know. So I'm not clicking <laughs> Bubba Watson. Uh, what about Ryan Moore? I read a stat Justin Ray had about uh, Ryan Moore plays well after long layoffs. Really? Okay. Yeah. Not that, like, there's a lot of statistics on that, but apparently right. – there are enough for him to show up, I guess. Ryan Moore, seventy-two hundred. I've been a backer of Ryan Moore from time to time. I always Hoffman loves Texas Hoffman. Duffner's right. staying with JT or somebody. I can't remember. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, Duff. Duff uh, wasn't wasn't doing bad before. No, race. maybe he's figuring oh, things out. I mean, he needs money. He's probably bleeding money. Seven thousand uh, dollar Alex Norin. He loves bent grass. So okay. I mean, you know, we used to we used to play him a lot. I don't. I mean, it's a veteran course, they say. Right. Old manish type course. Yeah, you're right. Um, JT Poston, I put a bet on him. Should we go Did to the you? six? Yeah, well, for one dollar for a hundred. He's a hundred. If he wins the tournament, I get a hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> off a dollar. Nice. Yeah, that's how betting works, Eric. Yeah. He will never win. <laughs> so there's that. But anyway, let's see. 
Let's go to the 6K range, Eric, and let's talk about the most popular plays in the 6K range. Maybe uh, zero people will be popular because nobody knows. Projections can't figure out who people like. Lanto Griffin here in $6,900 is apparently close to one of the most chalky plays. Uh, my guy Andy Putnam is going to end up chalky at 6800 apparently. Uh, you got um, maybe Von Taylor too, but I think Brendan Todd will end up being the most popular because Mike Miller touted him, and that's the bet that Mike Miller is standing on in the first wow. week with his paid side or whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> So, uh, yeah, and then he also liked Reevee. He's done. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I can't, I haven't clicked Reevee in quite a long time. I, I might click Reevee. Oh, he's 71. Never mind. Uh, yeah. Let's well, not forget well, about, there's, there's a number of names here that, that I think are, are doable and they're not going to be owned. You know, you're not worried about ownership anymore at this point down in this range, except for maybe the couple of names that you just mentioned. But, but don't forget about Bug Collie, 6,800. He was playing pretty good golf. I've heard his name though now. What? I've heard his name a couple times. I think uh, Tambo might have said it. God, who else did I listen? No, to? but they're saying, but they said that out of they. They kind of said everybody's name, so it's like you know, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that. Let's not forget about Sun Kang, dude. He's your guy. I love. Yeah, I love. Sun yeah, Sun. he's your guy. And don't <laughs> be home. Not gonna yeah. be clicked. And he he showed up again three months ago. So who knows what the hell that means. Um, and Chris Kirk, man, the guy won here uh, a handful of years. I know, ago. yeah, he's and he's not a bad golfer. He's good talent. He, I think the sixty-seven hundred price tag is expensive, but the thing is, is that he loves this course. I think that's why they bumped him up. People are going to look at him. They're going to see five missed cuts in a row. And I have said this before. Yep. Anyone that's been listening to us recently, he's been missing cuts by a stroke or two. So he's not. And he like, was, and he's got to do it sober, and he can't go in and like chug right. some beer. After. Right. Right, <laughs> poor guy. And here we are, just he doesn't want to. I don't know. Yeah, but I, mean, I got a lot of players here. Bo Hostler, sixty-six hundred, a Texas guy, loves the grass. Um, okay stuff leaning into here. I mean, we don't have a whole lot to work with. And I mean, I don't know. I'm looking down. I mean, if I'm going to take Jim Furyk, why not take Steve Stricker at sixty-two hundred bucks? I mean, oh god, that's a terrible. <laughs> It's, Steve Stricker is washed up. Like he should be on the Champions Tour. They should give his spot up. They should be complaining like it's uh, VJ Singh on the corn fair. That's what Steve Stricker's doing. Somebody, dude. These guys. Some of these guys are going to make the cut. I'm not saying that they're going to get up there. I'm not talking about winners here. But if we can get, if you get these that's guys, your six the lineup, guy in. Yeah, that's your six guy in. Six of six is so important now that we have the you know top sixty five in ties rather than seventy. Is it sixty five or is it sixty? It's still the top sixty five now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, so, so much harder. Whatever. Sixty nine hundred dollars for CH three, two percent ownership. Sixty seven hundred dollars Wyndham Clark, one percent ownership, and then Cecil Sky, sixty eight hundred dollars for Cameron Champ, two percent owned. I mean, it's well, a he, risk. he's young. They don't like that. He's a bomber. We don't need that. He sucks around the green, and you want that. So I don't know. Maybe you don't play Cam Champ, but yeah, <laughs> uh, Cecil's on. Okay, building rosters this week. Are you going to do anything different? Between like a stars and scrubs, or you gotta pepper the AK, go more ballots, or you leaving money off the table. What are you doing? Well, I'm about ninety eight percent sure I'm gonna be taking Rory Macro shares, which means I'm I am gonna be going the stars and scrubs route. And I I think there's names down here that are uh, that are clickable that you would be pairing with him. But you, I just you can't I you take Rory 
you, you basically are forced down in the bottom end of the 9K to the 8K range. You're going to miss out on a lot of those guys in the upper nines and, and, and even in the 10K ranges, whatever. So that's just what it is. But boy, oh boy, the balanced lineups that you can make just look absolutely amazing. My only concern is fear of missing out on the top, you know, five players in the world. I mean, you start a lineup at 9,900, you know, you start with Sungjae or some of these other guys up here. There is a fear of missing out on like on a Rom or a Web or but some of these you people. But the lineup skip, is amazing. Dude, you could skip those guys though. They're just as vulnerable because they've been off for three months and they might not be peaking for this moment. They're trying to peak for a couple of weeks from now at the memorial right. or whatever. Now, I don't think the 6K range is a good idea. You might say to me, oh, oh yeah, you go into the 6K range. They've all got a crap. It's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. Well, then I'm going to go with a guy that has a better upside crapshoot than a 6K guy that has – you're going to tell me that there's a crapshoot at the 10K range? It's just like that I don't know what's going to happen to DJ, but we're going to talk about a guy in the 6K range? Like he's going to be having any – like I should have any confidence in those people? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. So then clearly I think the balanced bill is the way to go. Now, you can't go pure balanced. I've tried this before. I've tried going – all 21 names from like $8,900, you know, like all of the names. Yeah. And that's that you can't do. Like you can skip Scheffler you, because of his ownership. You can skip these other names. You can make stands a couple places and you can go with a couple flyers and you don't have to do them in a lot of lineups, but that's, that's my strategy. But Eric, are you leaving money off the table? Because I don't know if I am. Uh, well, I, I don't, the amount of money I leave off is only around two to 300 max right now at this point. And I'm, and I, and I don't, this is, this is something that we've, we've sort of shifted over time. We've kind of gone from like, don't ever use all your money, always leave at least a hundred or, or, or so off. Uh, But you know, you look, we look at, look at past instances. I mean, people are winning GPPs filling out their entire cap. People are winning with a hundred off people in with 200 off don't leave a thousand off don't leave 500 off you know yeah i think you were gonna say this and maybe i'll leave it up to you but like just depends on how chalky you think your lineup is and that could probably determine what you're gonna do with like remaining salary right right no what i was going to say is that i don't do it because i build a player pool that is unique enough that i feel no matter what roster i build I'm going to have a unique lineup. Like the people that I put in the six spots out of the 21 or whatever names I use at 20 lineups, that's going to be enough that I don't have to go another differentiation and go with more money off the table. If I wanted to use a bunch of chalky names or if the players I liked that particular week happened to be all chalk names and I'm like, shit, everybody likes these names. Crap. Well then of course to make yourself different, to give yourself leverage, leave a couple bucks off. Maybe even leaving a lot, a no cut event, leave even more, a small field, leave even more. But this is just like, you don't need to do anything. Just click a nice player pool with unique names and you don't have to do anything with leaving money off the table. It's gambling. <laughs> Let's get to the values, Eric. Let's go to our three names at the end of the podcast. Every week we go over our three favorite values. Eric tries to ask me, what, what is the criteria for the value? I'm like, it's a value to you, Eric. So, who are your three values to you? 
with no requirement of a 10K range or an 8K range. It just doesn't matter, dude. Just pick three names that are valued for you. Who are they? My three names are $8,000 Jordan Spieth. I think that this is an appropriate price for him, considering what we've been seeing over the last you know year, basically. But we're getting him at a course that he loves. And, you know, if he gets a little popular at 15 to 20%, it's not going to make a difference because I might go to 40 or 50%. That's how you gain leverage. That's how you make sure that you're, you know, taking care of what ownership might be. If you go under the ownership, you don't have it. So anyways, that's, yeah. That's yeah okay. Anyways, we know about Jordan. Next value play, a guy I already mentioned, and I've said enough about him. Hoagie, local. 72, that's a great value, dude. He is going to make the cut. That's all I need from him at 7,200. I'm planning on rostering him on probably 30% of my lineups. And then finally, you know what? Who is actually, who's underpriced in the uh, 6K range is Scott Piercy. Playing great golf this year. A racist or homophobe or whoever he is? What is he? Well, then that's, you know, here's the thing is that I, where I. 2020? You know, he's, well, he's not going to get heckled. <laughs> No, he's not going to get heckled. God, he lucked out. That's How so did you come up with Scott Piercy? Oh, my no, God. No, he's got great course history, man. One missed oh, cut seven years. And, uh, and he was playing fine, pretty good and fine golf. So, at 6'8", that's, that's a – he should have been – he should probably have been, you know, 7'3", seven, 7'5". Seven, so, that's that's, right. that's confusing. But whatever. Good for you. Those are great values. I like that about you. You didn't pick the chalkiest names. It's crazy. I, All right. I have a little different approach. Um, I was figuring like uh, Webb M. Bryson. <laughs> anyway. I could have gone that route. I wanted to fuck with you. I love this. This is Eric. <laughs> okay. The, the, new, the three names I have, I had $9,500. Dustin Johnson. Are you kidding me? $9,500? 8% on. <laughs> I'll try that out. Uh, Tony Finau, $8,700. Likes the place. Needs a win. Motivated kind of needs money to pay for all of his children that he has today. <laughs> <laughs> whatever $7,300 Abraham answer I like him a lot he's cheap not wanted I've heard on different podcasts somewhere along the lines of listening to things content Abraham answer likes it when it's hot and he's from Texas he's from about seven and a half hours actually from Fort Worth so kind of near more to the border of Mexico but whatever he's in Texas place that he likes he has a lot of things to prove he got like a chip on his shoulder from that president's cup. Um, so I like that about him. And he's made a couple cuts here. I don't know. Whatever. I think the move to later in the year here in the calendar, it's hotter. It's going to help. $7,300 Abe answer. DJ, Finau answer. You picked the other three, but those are my values. Thank you for watching the Fantasy Golf Pod. This has been the Charles Schwab Challenge. Cheers to that. <laughs> We're back, baby. Like and subscribe and comment helps the algorithms find us. Yes. Here's to you. Play nice the music. Play some music. All right, go watch the interviews. Go watch the strategy. Go watch the preferred lines. We've got tons of content. If you have any questions, you can hit us up. DM us on Twitter, Fantasy Golf Pod. Here we go. If you want one of these cool t-shirts, DM me too. I might order a few, but I'm not going to order them unless you want to buy them. <laughs>
All right, love you, everybody. Thanks for watching. Bye. Goodbye.